Hello, and welcome to Two Sides to Every Story. I'm Lauren, and I'm Neurotypical. And I'm Austin, and I'm not Neurotypical. We're here this week to talk to each other about quirks or habits that need some further explanation. Everyone has oddities about them, some a little more odd than others. Hopefully, you'll listen and you'll find one of our views relatable, and it'll help you feel a little less alone in the world. As always, we're not professionals, nor are we seeking to give advice. This is just our lived experience as we see it. So with that, let's get into it. Heads up to listeners, we live in the city, so sometimes there's some loud cars or sirens, and we also live with two big dogs that whine, bark, cry, growls, and squeak their toys. So I apologize for the noise. Hello, Austin. Hello, Lauren. How was your week this week? It was a pretty big week in our household, I will say. So I'll let you go into that a little bit if you would like. Um, well, I mean, pretty typical week other than it was my birthday this week. So I guess that that is a big uh, day of the week. Um, but we didn't really do much, and but we plan to do or to celebrate this weekend. So. Hopefully we can do that. I mean, your birthday this year was kind of like one of those lame birthdays. It was like a Thursday birthday. Like, we had work and, you know, it's like when you're like a little kid and your birthday is like on a school day and it's like, well, I still gotta like live my life. <laughs> but that, I mean, so it didn't, like your birthday being this week didn't like make your life that much, your week that much better. It's just still average. It made Thursday better. But I wasn't thinking about my birthday until I woke up Thursday morning. So the rest of my week was completely average. <laughs> um, and Thursday was a bit better than average. And hopefully, I mean, Thursday was good. I I was happier on Thursday. I don't know why. I don't know if it was, I, I mean, I guess it just had, just because I acknowledged it was my birthday, I was just happier. That's all I can say. I don't know. I did get presents that made me happier too. But yeah i mean i'm glad that you like had a happy birthday that would be like really sad if you were like oh my birthday sucked like i was depressed on my birthday that's like no fun so i'm glad that if not your whole week was better at least your birthday was like better than an average day i feel like that's like all you can strive for in adulthood is like anything just slightly above average just really it's like what keeps us going, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a good... I mean, I worked a little bit less on Thursday, too, the day of my birthday. Not the day of my birth, I was about to say that. but So it, it was a nice break from the stress of the work week. How was your week? I really like that we do this format of like asking each other how our weeks have been because it's really opened my eyes to realizing that, like, I ask you frequently, like, how was your week? How was your day? How was work? And, like, that question is never verbally reciprocated. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Not every day. You just said it was not every day. It is. But, like, I will answer the question without you asking it. Like, I will just naturally follow it up with, like, oh, and my week was blah, 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 blah. Because I know that you, like, care to know. But you just don't, like, verbally reciprocate that. And so for our listeners, what they don't see is, like, Austin will go on and speak about his week and then proceed to stare at me, like, once he's done, like, and give me a look of, like, okay, 
we're going to continue now. Um, and then there's like a weird 45 second exchange where I'm just staring at him to like wait it out because I know that if we wait long enough, he will recognize that like it's a social cue for him to reciprocate that. And it always works if I just am patient and don't like hurry up and just say how my week was. Anyway, my week <laughs> was, it wasn't a bad week. Your birthday was like maybe the redeeming day of the week, but it was long and like kind of stressful and like not fun. Um, it's just been like, I don't know, we're currently planning a wedding and that's just like, we've done everything in our power to make it an enjoyable process, but I'm just convinced that like it's not an enjoyable process for anyone at any step of the way. Like it's draining. And for somebody like me who doesn't like planning things, it's, like, exhausting. So my week has kind of been a lot of that. And so as a result, it's been very, like, oh, my God, I want next week to not involve that and just be something fun. That's interesting that you're stressed out about the wedding because I guess that wasn't my biggest stressor this week. But, I mean, I'm excited to plan it with you but I also maybe feel that way because I haven't done as much yet and it might turn into more work than I thought it's gonna be well I mean I think we've kind of like no I've definitely like done a lot more of the planning I don't know why I would just say that because that's just a straight lie but you like just naturally enjoy planning things like more than me like you do that for our vacations you like plan them and you do all that I don't and so, like, I'm tackling the task of it. This is my toxic trait, as I am so particular, and I know exactly what I want. I have this vision. I know exactly what I want for our wedding, but I do not have any energy or care, like, to devote any time into achieving that goal. Like, that, I, I'm just so particular, but when it comes to, like, achieving whatever particularity like I have my mindset on I'm like well if it takes that much work then like I guess I really don't care like for example like I have a vision of what kind of like dress I want on our wedding but I don't want to spend the time like searching for it and going and trying on like you know dress after dress after dress to like find the vision of like what I have in my head you know what I'm saying like Okay. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I I think this is maybe a little bit where we're opposites because I, well, I do know kind of what I want to wear, but um, I do enjoy shopping for it online and like spending the time doing that. And I think I will enjoy like going there and getting it and things like that. And like, I mean, I think that goes with like, I do like planning, um, like you said, and yeah, I think we're a little bit opposites when it comes to that. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's just, like, been a little bit stressful. It feels like it's only going to keep getting a little bit stressful. And, you know, this week was just, like, hopefully next week's a little bit better. I think another reason I'm not stressed is, like, I feel like I kind of don't have, like, a right to be stressed because I haven't done enough work putting into it. Like, I'm a little, like, I keep thinking about, wow, we don't, really have a place to stay yet (laughs) and it's like 
what four months away that we plan to get married and like yeah that causes me a little bit of anxiety but i also like haven't started looking at places i mean i told you i want maybe we could start planning some more this weekend you told me tonight that you were looking at some places which makes me feel better and i mean i do want to be more involved than i am and somehow in my mind getting more involved will make me i guess more responsible for the planning and then i'll start feeling more anxious if that makes any sense i mean probably but like i don't think it's like a good thing for like either of us to be stressed like i feel like you know we intentionally we're going into it like we're going to stress ourselves the least bit possible like we're not letting anybody's expectations like sway our decisions like because we don't want to be stressed out by like what other people want we're not going to entertain that we're just going to do what we want and like avoid as many stressors as possible but i just think like inherently like it's impossible to like not be stressed out when you're planning a wedding you know yeah i agree I think there is just inherently some stress. I I wouldn't say I'm stressing too much about it, but if I like had to identify a few stresses, like I'm also a little bit worried about weather, even though I think if we got married in like the rain, that'd be fine, <laughs> you know. Um, but since we're doing it outdoors in nature, like I'm I'm just a little worried about the weather too. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into our first little segment i guess the second one the first one is like asking each other how our weeks are um i'll go first and my thing i don't this isn't necessarily a question that i need you to explain this is more of like a do you know about this do you relate to this let's talk about this because from what i've seen from what i've read i think this relates to you but you know i want to know like how you feel about it yourself So that is the concept or the, like, condition or I don't even know what it's technically called. It's called proprioception, I believe is what it is called. I guess it's, like, a trait, we'll say, of autism. It's, like, you know, one of the, like, traits of autism that is, like, scalable. Like, you can have high proprioception or low proprioception proprioception and this is the ability to know your own strength so right off the bat do you have like any thoughts about where i'm going into with this um okay well we were talking about like why my clothes were ripped and something about like me not knowing my own strength that's where my mind initially went okay so i just pulled up the google definition of proprioception and that is otherwise known as kinesthesia is your body's ability to sense movement action and location it's present in every muscle movement you have proprioception allows you to walk without consciously thinking about where to place your foot next it lets you touch your elbow with your eyes closed so it's basically like having bodily awareness and being able to know like your physical senses so like knowing how much strength is required to open a car door or shut a car door or like a lot of the tests to see you know if you have like problems with it is like closing your eyes and you know trying to walk in a straight line or something like that um to test your proprioception 
and I think this like applies to you. Like it's it's a cause of proprioception is ASD, and you like frequently break things all the time. Like, and you like you said you like rip your clothes, or you know, like I don't know how you do it. You just are like rough on like everything. Okay, well now I understand why this ties in because you do often complain about like how loud I shut the car door and just any door in general i think we just had a conversation about this um so i mean i don't i'll use proprioception as like a jumping off point i don't really feel like i know and i don't want to say like too much using about that given i just learned the definition but i feel like i definitely have i mean i do slam doors on accident um i do rip my clothes on accident i do break hangers quite often on accident i've run into um the doorway frames a lot i feel like that might be considered a problem with location i mean i'd say all the examples i just gave are like examples i guess of like not knowing my own strength um location or a lack of coordination in in general were those the examples you were thinking of can you add to them yeah i mean i think the biggest example of a as of late is that you literally broke our couch like you were sitting on it and then you like pushed yourself off of it and the bottom the seat part just like snapped like i don't know and like you will commonly like you said you'll like snap a hanger right in front of me and then you'll like look at me and be like how did that even happen like you don't even you aren't even aware of like your ability to break things. And when I bring up the couch, you're always like, I didn't break the couch. I didn't break the couch. I was literally sitting right there. I heard a giant thud and now our couch is like crooked. It like slope slumps in a corner because you like snapped off an inner like connecting bit. I, I agree that like when I break a hanger and stuff, I'm like, how did that happen? Like, that's ridiculous. Why did the hanger just break? And it's not like, like, it happened recently with me hanging up my heavy coat, but I've broken hangers just hanging up a t-shirt, and I throw them away before you can see them. <laughs> um, but with the couch, I think that was a fluke. <laughs> like, I mean, nothing snaps. There is, like, a little thing where it may have, like, evidence of it sliding out, and, like, I guess... I guess I have a history with the couch, though, because I also, when I sit down sometimes, I sit down very, very, with a lot of force, and, like, I hit my back, like, against the backrest of the couch, and it, like, um, creaks very loudly, and causes probably a little bit separation on that side of the couch, so I guess I can't, I can't really argue that I broke the couch. This is, like, always it, too. It's never, like, your fault. It's always, like, some design error. Like, it's, like, an internal flaw of the thing that you broke. Your water bottle? Oh, it just broke because, like, it was, like, not well made, even though it was, like, a perfectly fine water bottle. And none of the reviews complained about, like, the cap snapping. Um, Or, like, we had this dog water bottle that's, like, a silicone, like, bowl that kind of, like, folds to the shape of the water bottle and then you kind of like invert it and it's a bowl to fill up and when you went to invert it you literally just ripped it off and then you were like well i don't know how that happened like 
like it's like everything is like you couldn't have possibly just like broke it it was like a flaw of the actual thing and the couch you're right I'm tell you all the time you're gonna break the arm of the couch you're gonna we have like an l-shaped couch and Austin will like fling his body onto the like l part and the whole couch moves and it like the arm basically like separates a little bit and then like comes back and every time he does it i'm like you're gonna break the couch you're gonna break the couch you're gonna break the couch if you break the couch and be so mad and then turns out you just broke the other side of the couch yeah i was like getting up and i just pushed down my hands and it broke i i may have like like i was laying down i may have used kind of a lot of momentum to like get myself up and i may have kind of like gone in the air a little bit and fell back down or i don't really know but it broke so yeah and you like constantly are like slamming doors swinging doors open like you just i think you are exactly this like the little line on wikipedia is like you don't understand your own strength for example you may not know how much force to use when writing or picking up a book and i think that is exactly you because I've even seen you writing with a pen or a pencil on a piece of paper and you like crush it and like the pen will like snap or the pencil will like snap because you're literally just using so much force to like write. I mean my lead breaks a lot but it's like it's like the you know the pen the pencils you reload so it's like those always break a lot. I literally don't have that problem like mine runs out of lead because I've like worn it down not because i've snapped it yeah i mean i i don't know i haven't been breaking lately so that's good and i also um just to talk about writing utensils like i have broken a few pens by force quite often so do you not think that this is like something that applies to you or do you still think like oh it's just everything that i break is literally just like user or manufacturer error or are you seeing this now as a condition that may cause proprioception? ASD being one of them, and now are like linking the links as to like, oh, maybe that's why I like Hulk strength, like walk around the house through the world, like destroying everything in my path. Well, I'm glad you think I'm as strong as the Hulk. <laughs> um, I am pretty strong, so, you know. I mean, I'm, like, not going to um, diagnose myself with anything, but, like, yeah, I definitely fall somewhere on that spectrum where I am less aware of how much force I use. I mean, I've I've always known that when it comes to certain things, but you are opening my eyes to um, the full extent of um, my um, lack of awareness towards using certain things and how I use them or just, you know, just walking in general, too. <laughs> running into things around the house and knocking things over like glasses or lamps um i've also broke a cup from um i mean i think i just swung it in the air a little fast than uh, faster than i should have and i hit something with it and it broke you're telling me right now that you shattered a glass cup like in your hand when was this it was when we still live in florida um i just i just swung it I just, I don't know what I was doing. I think I just got it out of, I like literally like just grabbed it out of the cabinet. And I think I may have even hit it on the cabinet on its way out. I just did it very quickly. 
it, the thing didn't shatter. It just a piece broke off, a, a big piece threw away. Well, I'm glad this is like coming to light now. Like, who does it? Who like literally grabs a glass with such force that it breaks in their hand, and you're just like, oh, must have been the glass. Well, I didn't think that. I just, you know, I I hit it against something. But I feel like realistically, it probably shouldn't have broke. Like, I probably swung it. I would probably grab it very quickly out of the cabinet. But yeah, any more? Is there any more clarification I can do or any follow-up questions? No, I mean, it wasn't necessarily something that I like wanted clarification on because I know that you're like rough with everything in general in life. Like your clothes, your shoes, objects, books, anything. But I just wanted to know if you had ever like heard of this and if you felt like, oh, that makes a lot of sense now. And it sounds like now that I've opened your eyes to this like trait on the autism spectrum disorder, you do feel like that fits and that it makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely thought along these lines before, but I didn't know this word or term um, before this. And I mean, I know these kind of traits are common with people with ASD, but I, yeah, I didn't really know it. It had a word of its own. So thanks for opening my eyes. Okay, so now that that conversation's wrapping up, I think I have a question. This this topic might be a little fresh, um, <laughs> but I just want, I want a description of what you were thinking about, what was going through your head. So I'll set the scene for the viewers. You'll probably know what I'm talking about a little bit sooner. But Laura and I, and we don't, Laura and I don't do this often, but we were playing a board game the other night and... I, I'm, I gotta be honest, I'm not that great at retaining the rules of the games, and, and, um, I try to simplify them in my head as best I can, so I can remember them all, and when I play a board game, I, for the first time, I, I don't necessarily expect I'm gonna play it the right way the first time, I mean, I'm gonna do my best, (laughs) but I feel like I'm always gonna make a little bit of a rule error, um, unintentionally. And so we were playing a game, and we've been playing it for about 60 minutes or so, and we are competing for this card that's on the table, and we both realized that we've been counting our, our points wrong um, that qualify us to gain this card. And, I mean, we're, I mean, turns out we were both counting wrong, so I, I mean, I was counting wrong too, but we had been playing the entire game counting different ways. Therefore, the game was not played how it should have been played and really didn't make any sense. And I want to know when you found that out and what your initial thought process was. I mean, you told me last night, but now that it's, you know, didn't just happen, I would like a more in-depth description, if possible, of when you found out that we were counting different ways and like and if something just came to light that you didn't know uh, maybe you know about me knowing maybe the turn before how does that make you feel now (laughs) well i want to preface with like this is a game solely based on the responsibility of the individual to keep track of their own points like this isn't a game where like everybody can double check each other i mean i guess you could but like this is like 
individually you're keeping track of like your own thing till the very end and I don't love playing board games I don't play them often you do so I got you this board game for your birthday and it, like I was like it's his birthday we're gonna play it whether I like it or not come to find out I wasted that's literally how I felt I was like I literally just wasted an hour of my life because it meant nothing like there was no other way to describe it it was like we got to the very last round and you were like you said this outlandish number like you were like oh I have 10 points and I was like that's literally impossible like how do you have 10 points and then you described to me the way that you were counting your points and I just realized like you've been counting them that way the whole time and I have not and so now the whole game is pointless and we just sat there and you were like well I guess there's no point in finishing because like it was pointless and I was like yep and I just felt like wow I really just wasted an hour of my life and I will say I felt that way in the very beginning and I wasn't necessarily mad I was just like disappointed I was like oh wow okay but then when I realized that within the first round, I had asked you multiple times how to count. And I had clarified. I had even showed you how I was counting my points and asked you, is that correct? And you were like, yeah, that's how you do it. So that's why I like later on got frustrated because I realized, oh my god, no, I literally like asked multiple clarifying questions about how to count and you told me that I was doing it right so how did that happen how did like that major miscommunication happen neither of us realized until the very end even after I had asked you multiple times I mean in the beginning of the game I mean or, well first of all you saying that you felt like the time was wasted I guess that's kind of what I was getting on my question like how did you feel you know I mean, I'm sure you're, I know you were frustrated. <laughs> so I was also wondering, like, why, you know? And I mean, I was frustrated too. But, oh, well, I no. never, I didn't feel like I wasted it. I said there's no point in finishing. But I, I still had fun playing it. And, um, but, anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the, que in the beginning, you asked me a question on, and, and, said how you're counting and I said yeah that's right and that's because I completely misinterpreted how you're counting and like I thought it was in line with how I was counting so I never really questioned it until probably the second to last round and I started thinking about it and I was like well I mean if we are counting wrong like I guess whatever like we'll finish the game and but once we, like, both realized, I just kind of lost motivation to keep playing the game. <laughs> um, but I gotta be honest, like, when people describe to me, like, how they are counting things or how they do basic arithmetic, like, it always goes over my head. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there because I know that about you. So I not only verbally explained it to you, I visually showed you because we have these, like, fears it's like a tactile game i know you so well that i got you a tactile game which i know that you will appreciate a arithmetic game which i know you will appreciate and an individual game which i know that you'll appreciate and so i got you this game 
And I was like, okay, well, if I just explain to him how I'm counting, he's literally never going to understand. No matter how many different ways that I try to verbally explain how I'm counting right now, he's not going to understand because I know that that is not your strong suit. So let me visually show him. And I sat there and I said, Austin, this is how I'm counting. And I pointed at my sphere and I showed you in multiple different ways. And you told me yes. So it's not that I was like explaining to you how I was counting. I was showing you how I was counting, pointing to my sphere and showing you. You were. And I still misinterpreted it, you know. And I, yeah, I don't know. It was unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) It was an unfortunate circumstance. Like, what really frustrated me, like, I was like, okay, wasted an hour, whatever, I can get over that. But what really started to frustrate me was you were, like, acting like it wasn't your fault. Like, I started reading the directions, which is a page of directions, and I know you're not good at, like, reading and written instruction. You're good at, like, visual instruction, which is why I physically pointed at how I was counting. But it's, like, a page of instructions, the very first sentence it's like bolded in a box meaning like that's the universal symbol for like this is the most important concept and i was like please explain to me what the different this game is like basically the spheres are planets and you're like designing your planet whatever and there's like regions and areas and i was like please explain to me the difference between a region and an area this was like bolded in a different color in a box the very first words on the page and you literally couldn't you got it you were like a region is this and an area is this i was like it's literally the exact opposite which tells me that you don't even understand how to count because if we're supposed to be counting certain areas and certain regions and you don't even know the difference between the two how are you counting appropriately and it turns out you weren't (laughs) i was counting most of the card most of the tiles appropriately but there were a certain type of card in which i was not a whole third of them. A yeah. third of the game, you were not. Yeah. To be fair, that wasn't the one that we decided, we realized we weren't counting the same on, though. We were, it was a different, it was a different type. I admit, that was a mistake on my part. And... It was a mistake. All of it was a mistake on your part. That was the most, that was the most frustrating part. It's you're like, oh, I'll admit, that was a mistake on my part. Literally, all of it was a mistake on your part. Because it was up to you to teach me how to play and it was up to you to make sure that I was counting correctly even though I asked like multiple times so like for you to sit there and try to like act like it wasn't your fault or come up with an excuse as to why it wasn't your fault that's what frustrated me instead of you just being like yeah that was my fault (laughs) I screwed up we wasted an hour oh well we'll play it right the next time You were like, oh, well, like, I couldn't remember the instructions, and I figured that we would play it wrong. Like, that pissed me off, because I was like, no, it's literally just your fault. Nobody sits down to play a board game and is like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll play it wrong. Like, who does that? No, you're just sitting there trying to come up with an excuse as to why it's okay that you messed up. I admit it was my fault. I guess I didn't explain the concepts well enough. And I didn't um, comprehend the concepts well enough myself. That being said, you know, I, I, 
I mean, I've played a lot of board games. Some of them are really complicated. This one wasn't that complicated, to be honest, but some of them are really complicated. And for that reason, like, you know, sometimes you leave certain concepts in the game out of it, you know? So that's what I meant by, like, you know, I didn't necessarily expect to play it all, you know, correctly the first time. But I get that that's the goal and, like, the best way to play. See, this is the exact issue. This is You asked me why I was upset, and I'm telling you, and you're still doing it. I'm telling you, if you had just admitted, like, yes, I screwed up. We wasted it. Oh, well, we'll play it right the next time. Um, sorry. Like, then we could have moved on. But no, you have to be like, but. You have to say, that being said. And then make an excuse as to why it's not your fault. Like, I don't care if you weren't thinking, like, oh, it's okay if we make mistakes. I thought that way, too. Which is why you should always... Go back and read the instructions if you're confused. But, like, when you're apologizing or admitting to doing something wrong, there's, like, you ruin it the second you say, but, or that being said, or however. Like, the second you apologize and then is the second that you've undone the apology. So you're asking me why I'm frustrated, and I'm telling you it's because you can't just say, like, oh, yeah, I screwed up. Like, you're too stubborn. To just admit, like, yep, I screwed up, moving on. You have to be like, I screwed up, but it's not my fault. I didn't see that as an excuse for what I was doing. I'm not trying to excuse my behavior. I'm just saying, or my mistake. I'm just saying that's how I approach a board game. But I did make a mistake, and I know that, and we will play it right next time. I will also say, like, we literally, when I went back and read through the instructions, we played on, like, the children's mode we played on easy mode we literally played the version that is designed for children and not adults and we still couldn't get it right and like i was like the distinction between a region and an area was like really complicated it wasn't complicated it wasn't complicated i'm taking that back immediately it was just like you had to like actively think about it every turn like am i thinking am i trying to count regions right now or am i trying to count areas right now and it was like not that much brain power was like not enjoyable for me and then to find out that i had been doing it wrong for 60 minutes like i was like oh my god like that was awful like i literally just put in all that work literally no reward like that was so annoying to clarify you're saying like the game isn't that complicated but we complicated it in the way we played it no i'm saying like the game is kind of complicated like it's not complicated it's very simple you have to you have a planet and you have to design certain regions and within those regions are specific areas but like each round you like some rounds are dealing with regions and some rounds are dealing with areas and some regions can't be touching other regions and some regions have to be touching other regions and some areas can't be touching other areas and blah 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 blah. and it was like every round took so much conscious thought into like what am i counting right now what two things have to be combined what two things cannot be combined like it was just a lot and so for me to like expel all that brain power and to find out that it was just like wasted i was like okay well great yeah i mean i did overall have fun like i had fun a lot of fun up to that point where we realized that we were counting wrong (laughs) and then i felt a little deflated but i didn't really linger on it i didn't either i lingered on the fact that 
you wouldn't take responsibility for being the reason of the miscommunication. But with that being said, I also, like, it wasn't my favorite game ever. It was a game, like, a lot of strategy was involved. I don't like those kind of games. I played it because it was your birthday. We'll see how many times we we play it moving forward. I plan on playing it a lot. <laughs> I plan on making, of playing the games that I received for Christmas and my birthday regulars in the gaming category, which is, just so everyone knows, it's a game on building planets, like Lauren mentioned, and the other game is a game about collecting bird species. So both very exciting games. So with that, it uh, looks like we're going to wrap up this podcast. How do you think the conversation went? I mean, I think, I don't know. Was it helpful to you? Well, I got to understand a little bit about our, I guess, miscommunication revolving the game. And I also got to learn the term proprioception, and that was also very eye-opening. So, yeah, I think overall it was a good conversation. Yeah, I mean, you admitted your fault in our game. And, I mean, I don't think anything is going to change about your use of, your inappropriate use, I should say, of strength. But, you know, I'm used to that now. So, anyway... Listeners should uh, comment down below if they have any experience with proprioception or if they, you know, if they would be mad that they had just played a board game wrong the entire game and found out at the very end. Like, and it wasn't even recoverable. It was like literally meant nothing. So comment down below. <laughs> anyway. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing on YouTube and following us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy. See you next week.